0: how lovely to meet you here. (laughs) You, knowing that I was going to talk to you, cheered me up on a grey Seattle day. Nancy Lina Oh, please tell me I pronounced that right because I forgot to check.
1: You did it beautifully. It's, it's, it's often a stumbling block, but it's, it's made up anyway. Some grandfather, great grandfather made it up coming over from, from Sweden. So,
0: I love that people often get stuck on it and Nancy is the person you need to get you unstuck with her com- <laughs> unstuck with her company unblockresults.com Nancy, here's what she does. With straight talk and humour, she releases subconscious blocks holding women entrepreneurs back from the next level in their business so they can make more money. Wahuga, the more women that make more money, the better the world will get. Become more visible. Visible. I'm tripping over my teeth at the moment. I've got my aligners in. Become more visible because we all deserve to be seen and they have a bigger impact. She draws on, this, nine years as a Harvard Law School trained attorney 17 as a therapist, so I might end up with a free therapy session out of this, and over 15 practicing EFT slash tapping, and with her help, clients finally follow through on their dreams and create the business and life they've always wanted, all of which apparently impresses her 14-year-old daughter not a bit. Now, Nancy, I have so many questions, but first of all, really importantly, what does impress your 14-year-old daughter?
1: Oh, anything that I'm not capable of. Fashion is big. Um, she, Well, we do share a bit of love of music. She's learning Russian. I've got no, no abilities there. So, you know, she's 14 and she's going to create her own path. And I think that's marvelous.
0: Absolutely agree. How did you get from Harvard Law School to where you are now? I realize it's asking you to sum up a lot of time, but... How did you end up going from law to
1: EFT and tapping? Well, it was a bit of a, a, a tangled journey, but um, law was never something I probably should have done, but it was just what you did when you were in college back then. You go to law school. So I went to law school and then having gone to Harvard Law School, I had to actually practice law for nine years, but it was never something that, that really made me happy that, that felt fulfilling. So I went back to something I had been interested in, which was therapy. And I went and got my master's in that and uh, practiced for quite some time, but even that wasn't quite, in, quite right. So I had this little coaching practice on the side, just, just to sort of balance things out because you know, it's pretty heavy in the therapy realm with all the depression and the anxiety and the PTSD and whatnot. So I had this coaching practice to help people who were okay, but they wanted to do better. And what I discovered was that there was always a small group of my coaching clients who didn't respond well to the usual coaching approach. Uh, At the time, I had learned accountability coaching, which I I believe is still sort of the the typical idea of coaching, whereas you help someone set their goals, break it down into steps to achieve the goal, and then they they know they're going to come back week after week and tell you how they did on the next step. And I I always had that small subset of clients for whom it didn't matter how motivated they were, how excited they were, how how many resources they had to get there. They would come back week after week after week and say, well, you know, I didn't take that step. Oh, I was supposed to do it, but something got in the way or I did it, but I did it really badly. (laughs) So it was fascinating to me that these really highly uh, effective and, and amazing people were not doing what they needed to achieve the goal that they really clearly wanted. So I brought in tapping, uh, which is, is the shorthand for emotional freedom techniques or EFT, which is the kind of tapping that I do. Um, I brought it in from the therapy r- world. I'd learned it there. I'd used it with folks who had PTSD and phobias and depression and all that stuff. And it was really great there. But I thought, well, you know, there must be something going on with these coaching clients. And so I used the tapping, first of all, to figure out what it was. And what first came up was, oh, there's something in their subconscious, maybe, maybe a fear or a belief or a rule that's getting triggered whenever they are going after what they really want. And when I was able to figure out what the, what the, the subconscious rule was, I was able to use the tapping to release it. So that's my long winding path to get to be who I am now. I no longer do therapy. I certainly no longer do law, but I do bring some of the tools and and knowledge and wisdom I picked up along the way to my coaching practice. That was a
0: beautiful and very succinct explanation. I'm really impressed. Would you explain exactly what tapping is? Obviously, it's not tap dancing, which I can do,
1: No, not tap dancing. And I I once tried tap dancing and ended up uh, kicking both feet up in the air and landing on my rear end. Uh, (laughs) And that was pretty much the end of my tap dancing career. But I do tap. And tapping is taking a couple fingers and tapping, literally tapping on different points on your body, which are acupressure points, acupoints. Same as uh, some of the spots they use for acupuncture, although they have like 300 and some for acupuncture. And we only use, I don't know, it depends on how, who you're talking to. But I think I counted once, got up to like 17 at the most. Um, so you tap on some of these points on your hand and on your face and a few on the body. And it is this amazing thing that happens. It, it, in effect, it sends a message of safety and calm to your amygdala or the mid part of your brain, which can interrupt something else that might be going on there. So if you have a phobia and you're afraid of cats uh, and you hear a, a cat meowing down uh, outside and you start to get upset and, and afraid, but you're tapping, you're sending that message of safety and calm to your amygdala, it interrupts it. And if you do it right, you can, can disconnect the fear and the, the, the trigger. So then the cats can meow all they want and you aren't going to be afraid.
0: What an incredible relief! Oh yes, that must be to have something you can do instantly that shifts you, that shifts you from their fear. That is that is such a gift. And it sounds like it's it's not only empowering, but you can teach people how to do this. So it's an ongoing tool they take with them for the rest of their lives.
1: It certainly can be, and that kind of tapping uh, I call aspirin tapping. Uh, so you're you're dealing with whatever is on the surface. And you tap and you release that. Uh, but you know, if you've got a headache, aspirin is a wonderful thing. What I do with my clients is much more surgery tapping. We're going at the cause of things and releasing it, uh, which I don't expect my clients to do on their own. But sometimes they want to try. Um, the dirty little secret is that uh, tapping practitioners don't usually do their own tapping. Um, And I'm one of those, I actually have to have somebody I exchange tapping with to make myself do the tapping I need to do.
0: But that makes total sense. When you create a roadmap for somebody, which is what you do, we all need a guide. We all need somebody to help us create the roadmap and to show us the way. I mean, it's simply not possible to do
1: everything for ourselves. We do need outside help. Very true. It it is. Um, it's, It's just ironic that I'm such an evangelist for tapping. I know how amazing it is and what it can do. And yet when it comes to my own stuff, I have to have somebody else tell me to do it.
0: Well, that's why coaches have coaches. True. That's why hairdressers have hairdressers. You know, we, we we simply <laughs> We just can't be objective, and we absolutely, you know, since we can't clone ourselves, but I'm getting off tangent. One of the things you help women with is you refer to subconscious success block. Ah, yes. Give me an example or tell me more about
1: that. Well, I've got, basically, a subconscious success block can show up anywhere in your life or in your business and slow you down, hold you back, or or stop you in your tracks. Uh, It can be just about anything, but... I have noticed that with women entrepreneurs uh, and women leaders of all sorts, basically, that they tend to fall into three main areas, which I have put into a framework I call MVP. M stands for mindset, V stands for visibility, and P stands for profitability, all things money. Um, So you were saying, yeah, visibility, we we need women leaders who are going to be visible out there. And visibility is an area that a lot of women struggle with. Uh, we also struggle with profitability, profitability in a way that a lot of men don't seem to, um, or certainly not to the extent that women do. And then there's mindset, and that's just basically knowing and and feeling that you are capable of and deserving of, of bigger success. So uh, give me, let me give you an example. Um, There's so many to choose from. Mindset tends to be the one that people are like scratching their heads about, but that can show up as uh, having difficulty making a decision. I've had a number of women clients come to me who were struggling because they knew that to grow, to do the next level with their business, they really needed to hire somebody. And yet some reason or other, it was so hard for them to move forward on that. And it, it, it was different things for different people, by the way. So, some women have difficulty making any sort of decision. Uh, not a lot, but that does happen. Um, there were some who, who didn't feel they deserved it. And so we had to tap and release that. And then I had one client who was struggling because in having hired somebody in the past, that person had stolen from them. And so, when it came time to hire another person, that was really coming up, saying, "Don't hire someone; they, they'll they'll steal from you; they'll wreck your business." And so, we we had to tap on that. And, and having released that, then they were able to go ahead, you know, put out the ad, interview some people, and within I think three weeks of tapping on that event, they had hired somebody. <laughs> so it can be really fast, particularly it seems extra fast when you come from like well over a year of not having moved forward on that, so. or
0: decades, you know, um, women have a lot of good reasons for not wanting to be visible. It's not always emotionally or physically safe.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Success, uh, you know, we we, we don't start on third base when it comes to profitability. So having tools like this, having uh, resources we can go to, that's absolutely fantastic. Because yes, some of these beliefs are tattooed and it sounds like tapping, you know, a specialized tapping from an expert like you can help remove some of those tattoos. You have a book that you're thinking about writing, which is going to be fabulous, I can't wait, and I think part of what prompted it was you said you are noticing a lot of differences between women business owners and men business owners. Do you want to share a little bit
1: Absolutely. Uh, I, ha- I do work with both men and women, but I've, I find myself working more and more with women business owners. Uh, and it does seem that they have this, not everyone, but much more, uh, many more blocks that come up from how they were raised, how we, we were raised, because I have them too. I have a ton of them. And what we- was expected for us. And I actually do MVP clubs. This, these are small groups of women leaders, uh, primarily business owners, but other women uh, leaders as well. And when we get together in these small groups and we start tapping on what's getting in the way, every single time up will come some patriarchal stuff. And the funniest thing, the no. oddest thing about it is that it, so often that rule comes from mother or grandmother uh that it was just and what we've realized as as we tap along is that they were just trying to keep us safe they were passing on the rules that they had grown up with what had kept them safe and the world has changed but those rules are still in there they're they're still under the surface where you know it's it's funny i'll have one woman will um realize that she she's got this rule that a man is supposed to take care of her but quite this has come up for a lot of clients one time it was with a woman who identifies as lesbian and she's like what is this this doesn't make (laughs) sense but there it was it was just that powerful and other women you know even the the happiest married woman will still say you know I'm perfectly capable of taking care of myself I that I don't need to be taken care of and I don't want to have that rule I just enjoy the relationship right so it is amazing when consciously we disagree with the rule. And then we end up with sort of a a tug of war between our consciousness and our our subconscious rules. Um, And and that's where tapping can be so amazing. It's really the only thing I've found that works to change the subconscious. I'm sure there's other things out there, but I haven't found them.
0: When you find something that works, it's Obviously you become an advocate because you know it works and you know you get results from it. I, I have that I have that about some of the methods that I use. So mm-hmm. totally understand that. I was glad you brought up the MVP Club.
1: How can women apply to join this? Well, the best way is to reach out to me. Just uh, you can email me nancy at unblockresults.com because I always want to have a conversation with someone. I wanna know what's going on and see if what what they're bumping up against and what they want to accomplish and who they are fits because I, I, I'm really careful of my, my MVP clubs. They're very special women who are meant to do more and they know they're, they're meant to do more and they're ready to stop holding themselves back. And when they come together, they are so supportive of each other. Uh, I, I hadn't planned this when I first set out to have these groups of women come together and work on these blocks. I, I had other things I had planned and we've done all of that too. But what has really jumped out at me is that these women become tight. They are they are going to take care of each other. They're going to reassure you when, when you're going through something tough. And it can be tough to go through some of this subconscious stuff to release it. And, and they'll always say something like, oh, I went through that a few years ago. Or, oh, I didn't know I had that. But I do have that something just like that. And then they'll share resources. And we always celebrate the wins. And once you start releasing this stuff, you start seeing changes and shifts and wins. So that's my favorite part of the MVP Club is the beginning of our sessions where we'll we'll talk about what are the wins. And then we all celebrate together. It's amazing the shifts that happen, isn't it? The manifestation. Oh absolutely yeah um and you use the word manifestation and i'm i'm totally all in on the woo woo law of attraction stuff uh (laughs) but i don't i don't require people who are who are working with me to believe that that's fine i mean i didn't used to i used to be hardcore you know western cause and effect but this doesn't make any sense and then i saw so many things happen that i couldn't explain that way uh and i I could I think so. the Harvard Law degree will help uh, Will
0: help remind people that <laughs> you have a pragmatic streak.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. But no. yes, it, the, when, when you can get rid of these uh, subconscious rules, then the things you're going for and the things you want to manifest if you're into law of attraction, it's so much easier to make them happen because a part of you in the past didn't believe it was possible. And so you're going to prevent yourself from making it happen because it wasn't possible. But now it is. Or it wasn't allowed or it wasn't um, safe. And now that you've released all that gunk, it's safe to go after what you want. It's allowed. You you can have that now. And it's amazing to see what, what comes in. I mean, I have I have a group of MVPers, however we, I'm gonna call that clubbers. <laughs> that doesn't sound <laughs> right either. But anyway, a group of five women who just finished about two weeks ago. And they all were seeing such huge changes, uh, big, uh, big months of, of revenue coming in, uh, being asked to speak in, in places where they never thought they'd be allowed in. And then somebody just reached out out of the blue for them to come speak there. Uh, it, it, so many wins over and over again. They all raised their hand and said, hey, I'm back in. I, don't stop this, I wanna do it again.
0: <laughs> what an amazing testimonial. Women are awesome they
1: are i love working with women
0: women just rock i love the fact that you alluded to the word gunk multi-generational messaging is definitely gunk but i have you're the only coach i've ever interviewed who used the word gunk so where did that come from
1: um that came about because i didn't want to use the word that really came to mind because that (laughs) is not something you say in polite society
0: (laughs) that's all i filled in the blank Okay. Okay. I'm going to segue completely to an amazing offer that Nancy is giving people. If you go to her Facebook page, um, or you might have a different way that you prefer, email her at the address that she's going to give us again. But she is offering an incredible deal on coaching to benefit the Micro Loan Foundation. Uh, Which would you tell us about that? The event that's happening on November
1: seventeenth. Oh, certainly. That that is an amazing. group out of, I think they're based in London. Uh, and last year was the 1st coachathon. I did it last year. I'm doing it again this year. And I, I offered to do six spots on Wednesday, the, November the 17th, I believe it is. Uh, one of them's already taken and there might be even more. I haven't checked my email recently, but uh, that is for $35. You get 45 minutes of my time uh, to work on anything you want. Although I'm, they put me in the confidence section of the, uh, the coacher, the different coaches that are out there, but you, d- you don't have to work with me. There's a lot of coaches around the world, actually, that you can work with for that $35 for 45 minutes. It's, it's a great way to try out coaching. It's a great way to try out a coach. Um, and I think it's a great way to try some tapping with me, <laughs> but that wasn't even what I, I actually have another gift for your listeners I, uh, that I wanted to mention too, if that's okay you can mention whenever you want. And
0: I just want to say that $35 is an unbelievable deal. And doesn't the money go to the
1: microloan foundation? Or Yes. Yes. That is probably the most important thing. And I left it off. The the $35 goes to help women in Africa to uh, set up their own business, basically. Uh, It helps them get established and get out of debt and take their family with them. When you help a woman in uh she helps her whole family it's it's i love microloans and i i love this entity i love what it's doing for people
0: back to the gift that you are offering can i just say what an incredible marketing smart market choice this is making because this is how nancy's going to work out how many
1: people listen to the podcast <laughs> yes indeed it is
0: <laughs> what, what's your special offer
1: Well, I always like to give a gift when I have a chance to talk to new people. Um, And the offer I have is a quiz that a short, quick, kind of funny quiz that you can take to find out where you have your own blocks, whether it's in mindset, visibility, or profitability. And then once you've taken the quiz, you get access to three free videos where you tap along with me to release a common block in each one of those areas.
0: I take the quiz right now, but I really do need to focus on this because I'm looking oh. at it and and you had me at the word quiz, right? Ever, <laughs> ever yes. since I was little and I grew up on Clio magazines and and where they, you know, what I grew up with quizzes. I mean, what a better way to get to know yourself and a ton of fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of other things that Nancy offers, you can find the quiz at unblockresults.com. Jump onto her solutions page. You have individual programs. What's the block? Buster VIP Transformation. <laughs> that's the intense
1: one. That's for somebody <laughs> who needs change like yesterday. I once had somebody come to me and their job was on the line. So that, that's where we go. Uh, that is four hours back-to-back tapping with me. A week later, you come back and you do four hour, four more hours back-to-back. And then there's a, a three sessions after that just to keep you on track. But we're gonna focus uh, on just a single block that you really want to change immediately. And that that kind of focused attention uh, and time blocking allows us to move really fast.
0: Wowza. Uh, uh, There's also the Blockbuster, you know, every time you say Blockbuster, I always (laughs) say the video store chain. I I can't (laughs) help it. Great way for people to remember it. So Mm -hmm. the Blockbuster Mastery Program, that's, that's six months.
1: What happens in that six months? Well, this is for somebody who's got something, a block or, or more than one block that goes way back. Quite often we'll have these blocks um, from basically we internalized something when we were a child. Uh, and when you internalize something when you're seven years old and then you go for the next several decades, you end up having layer upon layer upon layer of experiences to. Con- uh, confirm it to support it. And so that gives us enough time to tap and release all the layers and really get at what's going on. Um, it, it also allows us to bounce around. If you have more than one thing going on that you need to work on, if we work on X this week and next week you come back and say, okay, yeah, we're not done with X, but I've got Y coming up now, I can move to that with the six months. And you're still by the end of that time going to see change and realize what you've accomplished. So that, that's what that's for. It, it, it's six months. It, there's some additional things that go along with it. I, I create a couple of tap-along videos that are specific for you, and you get some laser sessions. If something comes up, you get 25 minutes, call me up. Let, let's go uh, right away and get something really quickly done. But but the main thing is it gives us the breadth of time to really go and clear off all those layers, of gunk and change and and lead to the transformations that you want so that you can go after whatever the goals are much more easily. And don't forget, you can replace the word gunk with anything you want. (laughs) I could, I could.
0: (laughs) Just wear in your own kitchen. You know, we all know what this stuff really is. (laughs) If you don't, if you don't, if you, I was going to say, if you don't want to go through six months, so six months to change your life and remove (laughs) something that may have been causing you pain for decades, seems a very little amount of your time but there's also a boot camp which is 10 weeks and if you've completed one in nancy's program uh there
1: is the block eraser program and that's ongoing isn't it yeah i do sometimes i'll have a client who finishes up what they came for with me within a program and they're done and they're like great thank you bye i'm like wonderful because i never set out to be woody Allen's uh psychotherapist you know the ones (laughs) there for decades i that's not i want people to change and get on with their life. But I always also know that there are some people for whom the program's just not enough. There's more work to be done. And I wanted to have an opportunity for them to keep going. But you have to go through the first programs because you get specific trainings and you learn how to, um, to do the tapping so that when we're in session, we can really get going with it. But, you know, if I've also had people come back to me after a year or so saying, is great and now something new has come up. And so that would be a way for them to work with me as well.
0: I check in with my hypnotherapist on a regular basis. We, Mm -hmm. you know, just like I go to the gym on a regular basis, we we need to keep our subconscious healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Woody Allen, really, I mean, somebody should fire his analyst and his psychiatrist and his medical team and his publicist. But moving
1: on. Yes, yes, indeed. Let's move on, please.
0: (laughs) Uh, Because I'm a coach with a passion for fashion, uh, which uh, don't you just love uh, rhyming, rhyming sentences? I just came up with that. I want to ask one closet related question. Going from Harvard Law to therapist to EFT and tapping, did your wardrobe evolve with you?
1: Absolutely. Uh, when I started right out of a law school, which was right out of college, so I'm 25 years old, I didn't know what I've never been much of a clothes horse, but, you know, you have to dress a certain way. And at that time, time period, women who are going into the professions, particularly in law, probably accounting to the most conservative ones, the most old fashioned ones would get these suits. So I had a few gray suits and then we got these little rosettes that we put at our collar where a man would not a tie. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would look like little men with skirts. Uh, skirted she- shirt uh, suits. That didn't last too long. <laughs> I got to relax a little bit from that. But one thing that stayed with me since my lawyer days is I do not wear heels now. Uh, I wore, you know, not not tall heels. I wear like three inch or less, maybe two inch heels as a lawyer. But I'd be carrying those heavy litigation bags, and I blasted out my, my feet, so I can't wear heels anymore, and that's just fine with me. So I don't wear heels if, unless, you know, it's a wedding or a funeral, I'll wear a heel, but otherwise not. And then I went to the therapy realm, and the therapy realm was much more about not being threatening. So the suits all went to the back of the closet, uh, and, and I'm not much of a, a fan for like dresses, so sweaters and, and pants, um, not jeans though. Uh, that would be the way to, to go. And if it's summer, well, I can't wear my sweaters, but I'll wear just a plain shirt. Um, and you know, that is pretty much what I've carried with me into my coaching practice. I do have a few outfits for when I'm going to cool networking events, but for the most part, give me a pair of wool pants and a nice sweater and I'm all set. Particularly if there's nothing uh, fussy up around my collar, cause that's one of those tapping points. That is such a classic outfit. Do you have any colors you prefer that you resonate with? Uh, I, I think I I've, I've loved purple for quite some time, but I'm, I'm moving into more greens and blues for some reason, and sometimes gold, which doesn't really suit me, but I like it. Mm. Are we colors that I adore? I don't worry too much about yeah.
0: whether they suit me or not. There's always a way to wear a color you love, even if it's just in an accessory. Circling back, I remember working in corporate and wearing a lot of little black dresses and prancing around hallways in my three-inch heels, because like you, I, I can't do high heels anymore, And but it wasn't the right environment for me. Basically, if you don't love the clothes you're wearing to work, you're probably in the wrong job.
1: Oh, what a brilliant way of looking at that.
0: I work much better in creative fields where I can dress as eccentrically as I like. And that's that's where I'm supposed to be.
1: Oh, my. That's where my 14-year-old is going to end up then.
0: <laughs> oh, you should get her to talk to me. I love 14-year-olds, and I love um, – uh, I'm always happy to talk about uh, clothing choices. But back to you, I thought that was fascinating that you said, you know, we need to look non-threatening. Well, you, As a therapist, you need to look non-threatening. I mean, as a coach, I think we need to look uh, approachable and a little aspirational, perhaps. Mm-hmm. We need to look as if we're, we've got cognitive uh, alignment, uh that, that our clients can relate to us. But isn't it sad that therapists have to look non-threatening?
1: Um, sad? I, I don't know. I mean, if you're going into that job, you really want to help people. That is, there's, there, there's not a lot of uh, money rewards for doing that um, or even necessarily like fame and fortune uh, types of <laughs> rewards. So you're doing it because you really want to help people and if helping people means dressing in a way that's more accessible for them, that doesn't make them feel somehow put down or um, threatened, I, th- I think that's okay. Thank you for reframing that. You're
0: absolutely right because you want to create an environment in which your client does feel safe yeah. and they feel welcomed and they feel cherished
1: and they feel unconditionally accepted. So, yeah, thank you for referring that. The Watch one it. thing I wouldn't do as a therapist is wear those long flowy scarves. <laughs> they were supposed to be sort of therapy. I, I could not bring myself to do it.
0: <laughs> but if you are a therapist, always make sure you have a box of tissues within reach. I speak from personal mm-hmm. experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Nancy, thank you. Nancy Linereth can be found on LinkedIn on her amazing website, Unblock Results. And I I will be contacting you to try tapping. Uh, This is is definitely something I want to find out more about. If you're like me or you have lots of marketing initiatives that are three quarters of the way finished, you sign up for lots of modules, uh, sorry, lots of programs, but you never get to the final module. I'm ticking all of these, by the way. Oh, yeah. Don't feel right about raising your prices. And this is, I've heard this over and over again from women entrepreneurs. My basic rule is whatever you're charging, immediately double it because you're undercharging. no matter what you're charging. Uh, If you're undercutting your prices, constantly offering special deals, you're not following up with people, you're not being proactive, then you might have a subconscious success
1: block and you want to talk to Nancy. Nancy, what was your email again? Nancy at unblockresults.com. And if somebody wants to take the quiz, they just go to unblockresults.com forward slash (laughs) closets. Did you say closets? Yes, yes. For your
0: listeners. Oh, my darling. For a minute, I thought you might be blocking people's subconscious success closets. And I thought, how on earth is she decluttering their, their inner wardrobe? Thank you so much. What a lovely thought. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad we connected. I'm going to take advantage of the special offer you gave to me, and I'm going to sign up for one of those sessions on the 17th, if any are available. 17th of November, make sure you check out the Coachathon, and you can find out more directly from Nancy. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Oh, thank you, Erin. I loved having this conversation.
0: Me too. Bye for now.
1: Bye-bye.